the Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Hey there, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about kids naming pets, always quality, ugly crying. Yeah, are you an ugly crier? I am. And also, things that make you shout at the TV. If you like the cut of that jib, then have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime. We're on from one on magic. There'll be more chat, I promise. Great songs, always thrown in for good measure. Now, is it a shrub? No. Is it an annual? No. Is it a tree? No. You know where I'm going with this. Is it a bush? Yay! Yay! Bushes in the house. Bushes in the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, thanks for that intro, Mel. I feel like I play for like an American basketball team or something. I've just been cheered onto the court. And interesting that you start with the singing, because I need to tell you about what's been happening this week. Uh Uh-huh. Now, a lot of musical action has been happening this week, Bush. Round at your place, or just generally in your life? Listen, I went to see the absolute stalwart, it's been in the West End of London now for nigh on 30 years, Uh Les Mis. Really? Absolutely brilliant. And I thought to counteract that, I'd go and see something new. So I went to see The Girls, which is Gary Barlow and Tim Firth's new musical based on Canada Girls. Both of them absolutely superb. Wow. But... Something bad happened at both. Both Something bad happened at both yeah. actual visits yeah. to the musicals. Yeah. It was the same thing. I'll picture the scene, picture the scene. So I'd wandered into Les Mis, totally, I haven't seen it for 20 years, completely forgetting how absolutely gut-wrenchingly, appallingly sad it is. Is it? <gasps> Have you never seen it? I know nothing about the story, no. Oh, get away from me, Bush. I, can't even <laughs> I get simply can't deal with you. I literally, I can't even have you in my vision, Bush. <laughs> you you've oaf. Ne- you've never... You oaf! You absolute hoyden. <laughs> Oink. You've never seen Les Mis. I've just, all I do, I walk past it where it's at the theatre on my way to go and get the tube and it looks like people dressed as army. <laughs> army and revolutionary, is that what it is? Yes, it's based around the French Revolution, Victor Hugo's 890-page novel. Is it? Les Miserables, yes. Oh. <sighs> did he write it in musical format then, did he? Oh, Bush. <laughs> I think there's a cannon coming over the hill. That's chapter two. That is chapter two. Cracking start. There is a castle in the cloud. Anyway, so I started to weep. Luckily, I had a pocket full of Kleenex. Okay, good. You know, I'd come prepared. I realised at the end of Les Mis, I am an ugly crier. (laughs) You know, some people cry in a really pretty way, in a really beautiful way. Ugly. Really, what are, your, what are your telltale signs for when you've been crying then? So the tears create um, kind of grooves through the makeup. <laughs> the mascara's gone. I mean, it's literally gone. Or it's sort of somewhere around the jowl line. Like the Joker from Batman. Exactly. And, and absolutely sort of the face is boiled with tears. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really unattractive. The eyes are boiled. The whole face looks like it's been through a kind of spin cycle. Oh my and the word. same with the girls. The same with the girls. Is that sad as well? Well, it's very moving. Yeah. It's the story of the calendar girls, you know. And you're there to support Gary Barlow, Absolutely. your colleague. So my, my colleague. Proud of him, tears of pride. Tears of laughter. It's very, very funny, but also very, very sad. Again, the ugly crying. <laughs> seen all of the musicals. Haven't seen Kinky Boots yet. 
I went past that on the tube the other day, the, the poster for it. So maybe, Bush, that should be our first musical date together. Yes, because I'm not really into musicals, but I'm willing to learn. Yeah, you've got to see Les Mis, mate. Bring him home. Bring him home. Mate, it's... So empty chairs. Bring him home. You're almost welling up again, Mel. The crying's nearly starting again now. You, you're going back up. into the music. I'm She's up. I'm, sta- I'm, st- I'm standing up. There's only two times in this show she rears up. One is tell Mel, the other if she starts to cry. Um, so, How does one cry in a pretty way? I'm talking like, you see those films, I'm thinking of Winona Ryder for yeah. some reason, where yeah. the eye gently moistens... The, the lashes are damp and dewy yeah. and the face takes on a sort of gazelle-like quality. That kind of vulnerable, yes. lovely, gentle flower cry. Yes, rather than... and it brings up your natural hues. Why don't you do that thing that I've seen girls do in films where you use your hand to uh, wave a fan at you, the corner of your eyes and stop tears from going? Does that work? In modern-day Britain. In modern-day Britain. <laughs> girls, when you see them on reality programmes and, they, and they've been voted off, they do that thing where they wave... Wave a their fan? hand at the corner of their eye with their hand as a fan. Oh, the hand as a fan. Hand, did you think I meant an actual kind of old-fashioned fan? About <laughs> with a parasol above you, of course. So, sure. so, so your hand, just I'm doing it now, fanning. Yeah. So, stop you from... <laughs> yeah, it might work, actually. Can you do tears on demand in terms of uh, actressing and stuff? Can you do that? Um, not really. No, I've always wondered how people do that. I know somebody who can throw up at will. Really? Yeah. Friend of my brother's, amazing. It takes him about a minute and he can literally bath. Man, I'd love to go on a night out with him. <laughs> Isn't that great? That'd be, if you were ever in an awkward situation just with someone that you would yeah. chat with at a dinner party <laughs> you didn't want to speak to, <laughs> that's like a, like a fly, just a gag reflex and get out of there. <laughs> Is there anything that you can do at will that I need to know about, Bush? I can click my back. Can you? I can do back. I've got a horrible clicky back. Quite clicky, man. Can you do it for us now, or is that going to be bad for you? I can give it a go. It might be unpalatable to listen in public, but come on, hey, click hey, your back. Let's give it a go. Click your back. This is Bush. He's standing up, adjusting his mic. Here we go. Right, quiet now, please. <laughs> that was an actual click. Did you hear that? Yes. That is satisfying, and now that it's gone to the uh, the masses, I feel like I can get rented out for parties and stuff as well. <laughs> But it also went with a very, very special, almost like a dance move. <laughs> I know. There was a sort of, there was a John Travolta, there was a Saturday Night Fever, <laughs> or or the um, Brian Rogers connection, <laughs> which used to be on Summertime Special. Um, oh. Good. I'm glad we've put that to bed. But we are going to go and see Kinky Boots. Let's let's uh, let's let's make a date. Come on, Busharuni. It is favourite moment of the week coming up. Here we go. Let's open the part, the pot of questions. Oh, I don't know how I managed to get that sound. No one else does. It's amazing, mate. You've got the touch. Thanks very much. You got the look. Right. Okay. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Question written by somebody in office, and the question is this, Mel. Yeah. What's your least favourite section in a supermarket? Least favourite section? Good I love, question. I love all sections in the supermarket. Do you like every single one of them? Yeah, pretty much. I tell you what I don't like, and this is because of advancing middle years, I don't like the chilly ones. It gets very cold in there, doesn't it? I, I found of, of late that I've had to bring a coat into the supermarket with me because when I go past <laughs> the, um, the the deli area, I get very nippy. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. As long as I've got my coat, I'm fine. So you've got a coat on your shoulders? Yeah, coat on the shoulders, resting a little bit like yeah. a pashmina, and then okay. it comes down and I put my arms through, and then I'm fine. <laughs> if I don't have my coat, then that is definitely my least favourite section of the supermarket. They've definitely ramped it up, because I can't remember it being yeah. that cold, say, 10, 15 years ago. I know, ago. I know, Bush. Do you know what I mean? What's your least favourite? For me, it's the electrical section. 
Because oh, I yeah. go down there and I just buy stuff I don't need. I have to stay out of it on purpose. Like, <gasps> oh, I need that USB cable or I definitely, definitely need that PlayStation game. You see, I'm like that with sort of um, the kind of smellies. Yeah. Do you go for a little... I go. Section. I, I kind of go for a little break down there if we're shopping together. Yeah. I will go and have a break. I'll graze around the, the electronics around section. Around the electricals, do and you? And you go to the smellies I bit. go to the smellies and I always come out with some hand cream. Yeah, you don't need it. Don't, don't need, need that all. stuff. Don't need it at all. Or a bath salt. Yes. I've got bath salts coming out of my ears. When I hurt my back, they gave me, ironically, because this was the chemist, which is about a five-minute walk from my house and yeah. I had a bad back, yeah. a really heavy bag of... Epsom salts. Oh, they're good, Epsom salts. They, I haven't used them yet. Are they good? Oh, they're strong. And uh, somebody who was born in Epsom... Oh, yeah? I don't think the salts actually come from Epsom, I was which say, is oh, in Surrey. Uh, in fact, what is an Epsom salt? Let's find out. But like, I wonder if you stayed in the bath too long, would you die of osmosis? Because they said, don't use them for more than 20 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but how many did you put in? I put in quite a lot. Because I'd say, go just go a handful on the Epsom salts. Oh, no, I, I did like... If you were pouring, I counted maybe... Ten? <gasps> ten seconds? With Mississippi? One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Like an egg, Stop like you're doing an egg. the clock. I know. Shut the fridge door. I could literally float. I was going to turn the lights off and do a flotation tank. Like the Dead Sea. It is. <laughs> oh, be careful, Bush. Did you go prune-like? Uh, yeah, very, very quickly. But I didn't exceed 20 minutes. So I might do it as an experiment. Did your face go a bit yeah, sort of sucky-inny? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a good look. I won't be doing it again, put it that way. And wrinkly areas go even more wrinkly. We don't need to think about yeah. that, do we? I don't yeah. want anyone to... A little and, tear come to their eye. And your hair goes crispy. My hair didn't go crispy. Oh, did it not? No. No. I get that one if I go in a salty bath. Right, I'm not doing salts ever again in the bath. They're awful. <laughs> Was it good for your back? Uh, no, it didn't help that no, either. No, not at all. There we go. We've solved that one. <laughs> now, Bush, I believe, yeah, it's your red letter day. What day is it? Well, March the 4th, today is World Grammar Ooh. Day. Ah, oh, I know. World nice. Grammar Day. Nice. So let me give you three amazing facts about the English language stroke grammar. Love it. Fact number one. Apparently, one in eight of all the letters written in the English language is E. One in eight. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot more than I thought at first. That's a great fact, Bush. Thanks very much. Fact number two. Yeah. Pronunciation is ironically the word which is the most mispronounced in the English language. Because it should be pronunciation. So I mispronounced it on purpose, thus underlining my point. Pronunciation. Oh, oh, not good. Final fact, fact number three. Yeah, lovely. Queuing is the only word with five consecutive vowels in a row. I'm writing it down. Queuing. Q-U-E-U-E-I-N-G, is it? No. Q-U... How do you spell it? Q-U-E-U-I-N-G. No, it's Q-U-E-U... Q U E U E I N G. I N G. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, apparently it's brilliant if you're playing Hangman. Oh, there you that's go. very good. Great grammar facts. Thanks very much. If you want to blow someone out of the wall with Hangman, use queuing. Uh, it's Mel G here on Magic. Now, Bush, I must ask you, how's your week been? Hey, thanks for asking, Mel. Um, what I want to talk about this week is uh, the newsletter that came home with my daughter in the middle of the week. Uh, they've got a school newsletter. Kind of a nice thing of things that are going on at her yeah, school. Yeah, sweet. Uh, and the reason I brought it in uh, to read out today is that um, I love the names kids given to, give to pets when they're given kind of free range to call them anything. Oh, lovely. They come up with some really yeah, funny stuff. lovely. And I'm going to read you a bit from uh, my daughter Erin's school newsletter about her year at school. Excellent. It's called Chicks Excitement. Oh. Is the header. Oh. Ex- Excitement. Uh, there's been great excitement in school over the past two weeks as we are host to a brood of lovely chicks. Aww. They've been looking after some chicks. Oh, sweet. 
The re- reception classes looked after the chicks since they hatched from eggs in the classroom incubator. Oh. Uh, the children had great fun naming their chicks, and they did a brilliant job. Now, here are what they called the, the chicks. You're going to love these. How many? How many are there? There's uh, God. There's about eight, eight or nine. Oh, brilliant! Come on. So, in yellow class, we had Hooster, Joe, Bloodvest. Twinkle Scarlet, Sparkle and Rainbow. Blood now, Vest. Blood Vest. What does that mean? Blood Vest is extremely good. What was the one before that as well? Just Joe. Oh, Joe. <laughs> that's always one. There's always one that's just called, like, Stan. Denise. Stood between Hooster and Blood Vest. It's just Joe. He's dependable. <laughs> now special, but dependable. In gold class, there was Rose, Lola, Nobby, Flower and Minecraft. That's excellent. <laughs> Minecraft. That's... That's very, very strong. And in silver class, we had Aloha. Oh, nice. Percy Bill, a bit white trash, as far as I'm concerned. Fluffy, Rosie, and my favourite, Chickity Fluff. Chickity Fluff. I'm hoping oh. that Blood Vest and Minecraft are going to be nice to Chickity Fluff. I really hope they do, because Chickity Fluff, Chickity Fluff sounds a bit vulnerable to me. It needs to be looked after. I can imagine what Chickity Fluff looks like, and there, there's not... There's not much chickety fluff on it. It's it's got a sort of slightly it's got a slight paucity of feathers. I'm thinking like a scrawny type, look. like a little tiny scrawny one. Ugly duckling and that. And Minecraft is going oh is going to be massive. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. But good old Joe, Dep- out of all Always. of that lot, just dependable Joe. Joe will be the diplomat. Yeah. And if there's trouble kicking off between Bloodvest and, I don't know, Aloha, <laughs> or Aloha's trying, you know, get, getting a bit minxy, yeah. then Joe will be there. He'll just be there ruling the roost, excuse the pun. Yeah. Oh, that's great. There you go. Oh, I love that. That's good. That's, that's very, very life-affirming. Love the names that kids give their little pets. Always good. What I want to know is, when Chickity Fluff, Minecraft and uh, Bloodvest and all the other chicks in your daughter's class uh, grow up, they're out of the incubator and they grow up, where, where do they go? Do they roam? Do they just continue to roam around the school and pr- produce eggs for the yeah, school? Yeah, I think they've got a little uh, kind of farmyard bit in the middle. Oh. They're very lucky, very lucky indeed. There's a little farmyard bit in the middle where all the animals live so they can go and kind of keep an eye on them. And what they'll see them grow up. all the animals? Well, they've got, load, they've got like rabbits and stuff Have and they? that as well. Yeah, it's brilliant. Have they? They're so lucky. So they can go and visit Twinkle, Scarlet, Sparkle and Rainbow anytime they like. That is absolutely the cutest thing. We never had any of those things when I was at school. No, no, we didn't either. Have any, like, school pets? No, didn't exist. Sister Sister Redding wouldn't have any livestock in the class, believe you me. She wouldn't have them in the class? No, she operated on a very, 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 very tight, (laughs) tight schedule, that one, in her crisp (laughs) pencil skirt. Did she? None in a pencil skirt, yeah. See, we talked about this before, we were both taught by nuns at one point. I think we, we've got a we've got a link there. Did you ever have Forever any rosary bonded. beads going on? Uh, have to learn the rosary. There was a little bit of that. Lots of guitars. Oh, really? Like yeah, "Come by Army Lord" and all yeah, those kind of things. Lots of it was lovely, actually. Can lots you remember the prayers? Can you remember all the prayers? No, no, I can't. I can still I remember should, no, our Father and I oh remember. yeah, all those yeah, all the standards, all the yeah. standard stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. sure thing, sure yeah. thing. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone slightly, um, gone slightly gangster, slightly youth. Um, good. Have you ever had to look after a pet at home from school? Oh, what they we bring one back and yeah. you look after it? Not yet. No. Slightly tense. Does that happen? I've never done it. I like the idea of it. No, there was a there was a Ted that we used to have to pass around. Uh, there was a Ted that the girls used to bring back. A Ted is in a like... Ted. Yeah, as in you know a teddy bear. Oh, okay. Eddie the teddy. Yeah. And uh, what you had to do, you had it for the weekend, and um, 
I remember, and, and you had to fill out the book and say what Eddie the Ted had oh. done with you that weekend. So it was like Eddie's diary. Yeah, where he'd been. Yeah, and I swear there was one half term where he'd gone to sort of, he'd gone to Andalusia or something. <laughs> and then there was another weekend when he'd gone potholing. And then there was another weekend uh, where he'd gone up uh, Snow- Snowden, Mount Snow. I mean, wow. literally, and there were photos to prove that he'd been there. Good on Ed. Stayed with us the weekend, went to Blockbuster Video. <laughs> <laughs> and we took a picture of him on the shelf in Blockbuster Video. And it subsequently closed down as well. It How did tragic. Close down. Oh, poor Ed. It did close out. There was real pressure there, though. <laughs> and now it's time for podcast. I feel like we should have a little musical intro to our podcast. I was going to sing <laughs> Hip 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 Hooray just at the end of what you were singing yeah. there. And now it's time for podcast. Hip Hip Hip, hip, hip Hooray. What are we going to be talking of today? Hey, that's so good. Yeah? I was a bit flat, I'll be honest with you. No, but um you clicked well. Thanks very much. The singing was questionable, but you did, oh. you did click well. Got to start somewhere. Okay. Now, I'm dipping in, Bushy. I'm dipping in. Oh, it's yeah. a tightly wrapped up little... Uh, I find the more they're wrapped up tightly, the more menacing the question. Exactly. So these are all written by uh, our colleagues here at Magic Mansions. Um, sorry, that's a bit twee, isn't it? Magic Mansions. I hate it when people do that. They always put towers on the end of everything, don't they? That's a, that's a sort of post-noughties thing. It is. Oh, what's going on in, I don't know, BBC Towers or Sky Towers? Do you know what I mean? Magic Mansion. I'm sorry for that. Oh, this is good. Bush, when was the last time you shouted at the television? When was the last time I shouted at the television? Would it have been on Boxing Day when you took your tree down? Hey, now, come on. Come on now. Just a thought. I thought we got over this whole tree removal. It's it's pretty much springtime, but it's still... It's still barbs. Can I just say, Mel, on this point, I I did the right thing because I I am still walking past uh, Christmas trees that have been dumped unceremonially on street corners. Are you serious? Yeah. People send them to me on Twitter because it's become a bit of a thing now. I haven't, I haven't seen one for ages, actually. They're still <gasps> lying around. It's terrible. Oh, that's shocking. I know. So I think the best thing you can do is to have a frank word with it and take it down on Boxing Day. When it's still fresh. Still in its prime. <gasps> do you know what we'll, I mean? We'll talk about it in, in, in December. We'll, now, come, we'll come around to it again. Yes, my love. When did you last shout at the television? All right. My uh, friend's daughter is in a programme called X on the Beach at the moment. Oh. Wow. It's on MTV. Okay. It's a bit of an eyebrow raiser. Bearing in mind, when I first met this girl, she was only a little kid when we f- first started working together, me and her mum. So she's only eight. She's in this programme and they all say horrible stuff and they're really mean to each other. You know, kind of like kids fighting, shouting, 20-year-old type yes. stuff. I'm imagining there's a lot of rudery. A lot of rudery and I do a lot of shouting at the TV about... I don't want to sound like an old man, but the state of our younger generation today. I do a lot so of that, that makes kind of you shout. But strangely, you do watch it, don't you? I can't stop watching yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Which is inherently the problem. What do you shout at the television? Oh, when you watch? I'm just trying to think. I imagine I'm you egging just... on horses in a race. Do you do any of that? Go on, oh, get in, go on. Yeah, love it when the GGs are on. Go on, blood vest. Go on, blood vest. <laughs> I, think, I think I last shouted at the TV quite probably um, out of fear. Uh, yes, it was It was a series I was watching called Unforgotten, which I love. Uh-huh. Obsessed. Uh, which is a sort of whodunit, uh, but quite scary. And um, I think something was revealed in a suitcase. Really? Yeah, there was a moment when something was revealed very suddenly, and I kind of went, Wah! like that. It must have been quite scary. I'm presuming it wasn't 50 oh, barking, flipping dogs that you can get no. in a market. No. It was no. 
Worse than that, yeah. What, 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 what dogs at market? What are you talking? You know, about? you get those little. Uh, it was a famous scene in uh, Only Fools and Horses. Oh, in a supermarket. He's got he's oh. got a, a, a suitcase full of. You know those dogs that bark their their toys, and then you clap, and then uh, the dog flips oh, over. Oh yeah, 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 yes, that's. I remember that. I, I really always wanted one of them when I was a kid. Never had one. Uh, Remember that. I think they have the pigs that do that now. They, they, they've pigs. got pigs doing it these days, yeah. Yeah, little fluffy pigs. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably my last shout. Out of anger, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember. I can't imagine you getting particularly angry oh, about Oh, I stuff. get riled, I do. Do get, you? Yeah, I get well riled. But I'm trying to think when it was. As an aside, my daughter and I were watching telly the other day and you were on catchphrase. <laughs> And we were shouting the answers really? to you. Oh, oh! You see, that was awful. But I thought you oh, were okay. You handled no, it pretty no. well. Okay is the word, Bush, and it's not good enough. <laughs> so it was concrete, wasn't it? There was a lot of that. Yeah, it was quite. It was quite difficult. But we yes. were shouting not in a bad way at you. We were trying to egg you on whilst oh, watching it. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm awful in those situations. <laughs> oh, terrible. No, but good. Good that we've got it out there. Good yes. that we shared. Yes. Good that we shared. Mel G on magic with the mighty Bush. Uh, listen up. I'm starching up my trousers as we speak. The quotient of tweed has suddenly upped. I'm wearing my cape. <laughs> and the glasses unchained. <laughs> because, my friends, it is time for Tell Mel. It's advice. The least sugary variety you can possibly get. It's lemony advice. Ask me anything. Start now. Hi, Mel. It's Jim. I'm going to a work do next week and I'll be sat next to the boss. Thing is, the dress code is the dreaded smart casual, but I'm into heavy metal. What the hell do I wear? Stick with your principles, Jiminy Jim. Keep heavy metal, but make it smart. I'm imagining you've got some sort of slashed leather waistcoats. Hem them, Jim. I'm imagining you've got some rather tatty old jeans. Crease them, Jim. And I'm imagining you might possibly have some rather rank old T-shirt with Metallica written on the front. Change it to a shirt, Jim. Smart casual. Leather waistcoat. Smart shirt. Crisp jeans. Next. Hey Mel, it's Jessica. I'm doing a roast tomorrow, but I've been arguing all day about what is the best roast to do. Chicken, beef, pork or nut roast? Well, Jessica, I can tell you straight off, any carvery worth its name and worth its salt will do all four. Do all four, Jessica, all in one, like those big birds that go into smaller birds, but do it with pigs and and beef and, and, and nuts. Yeah? Good. Next. Hi, Mel. It's Alicia. Weird question, but you know that, like, little mini curtain bit that goes around the top of a big curtain in, say, like, a hotel or a posh person's house? What the hell do you call it? It's called a pelmet, Alicia. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our... I have to say, I don't want to be smug, but I really, really enjoy our podcast. I hope you did too. I hope you found it enjoyable. Uh, hear more kind of stuff like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast. 